previously on Creek Chat. He's either trying to start running drugs again, or he's going to be straight and narrow. Oh man, this is the crossroads right here. Betsy and Joey obviously have a big disdain for their father. Crossroads. Someone that is supposed to be a huge part of our life. Crossroads. He's a scumbag anyway because he was cheating on her mom who was dying of cancer. Crossroads. With your shitty father who's already in prison. Crossroads. We hate him because of everything that he is. Crossroads. But he is my dad and I do love him. Crossroads. The crossroads continue. They don't stop. Crossroads. I'm surprised I'm not burning on fire right now. And keep in mind, we're definitely not done with Mr. Quinter yet. I feel like this is a worse father figure than Joey has. Unless, like, Joey or Dawson dies and then becomes Pacey's Creek. And what I've come to realize throughout this season is that the, the Pacey story arc is phenomenal. Joey freaks out on Dawson when she finds out that her dad's getting arrested for selling drugs. Can oh, it definitely out. ends with him getting arrested. I could go out on a limb right now and say prediction. We never see Cliff again. Booyah, baby. Chucky B for the win. You don't have to wait. Because every Monday we are back with a new episode of the show Crew Chat. Here's our host. His name is JT with guest Chucky B. Oh, my God. This is Crew Chat, and it's finally happening. Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents Creek Chat. I am your host, no nickname for the finale, JT Money. And with me, my special guest, it's me, the helpless lunatic, Chucky B. Wah, 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 wah. He's here to fucking tell you predictions that you will never see coming. Or you will see coming because you already knew about them beforehand but, i didn't know hey, i just someone hey, happened to just say something and i was like hey hey man i haven't seen this hey, show before we get to any of that let's talk about the reason we're here and let's reveal that for the first time in creek chat history we're here together yeah we're together it's, we're, uh, we're mostly socially distanced not really <laughs> but this is close enough to six feet for me yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're like probably the only people you've seen in months outside of Skype. Let's not get into how sad my life is. We're doing a Dawson's Creek podcast, so I think that's sad obvious. enough. And we're here to talk about the season finale, episode twenty-two, three doesn't matter. I think it's of season two. So do I. Called, what's it called again? Parental discretion advised. Before we do that, though, I want to point out a little bit of trivia here. Just a little bit to close it out. Uh, Kevin Williamson, show creator, scream creator. I know what you did last summer, creator. Very integral person to the show. Says that Pacey's season two plot line was influenced by the movie An Officer and a Gentleman. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. With Richard Gere and Deborah Winger. I have not. My parents' favorite movie. It's okay, but it gets nostalgia points for that, I guess. But when I read that, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Um, that's exactly what Andy and Pacey do for each other here, except he is not an officer. His father and his brother are. But he's kind of a gentleman, I guess. Yeah, especially when he punches his dad in the face. That was very okay, gentlemanly. Okay, so that was awesome. So you that were predicting. whole fucking scene 
was great. Like, he fucking, like, he smacks Pacey, and then Pacey, like, fucking, like, snaps when he says some shit about Andy, and I was like, yeah, and then he fucking punches at him, and I was like, yeah, then he fucking tells him that speech, and I was just like, oh, shit, and homeboy's officers were there when he fucking did that and i was just like dude that's fucking cold and then later when he talks to his dad his dad's all like you know that was probably the first time i've ever respected you when you punched me and then told me off well speaking of you being so good at making predictions um you predicted multiple times it was going to be pacey getting the shit beaten out of him by his dad and no one got the shit beaten out of them but if we're going to say someone got the shit beaten out of them more it was basically beating the shit out of his dad so you were wrong on that 100 percent wrong i mean like there was still a fight there was a fight there was but kevin williamson said that he could have called this season pacey's pond that would have been his alternate title if he could have so i mean i was close when i was talking about pacey's creek earlier exactly Man, I'm just like hitting home runs without a care in the world. Well, hold on. And let's like, keep going. Let's let's stay on the theme of how good your predictions are because we're about to say your predictions for this episode. Um, they're really good. Oh man, they're mostly so good. There's gonna be a fucking bash at Jack and Jen's. Yeah, that was bad. That doesn't happen. And there are no parental units, so it better be advised to everybody's fucking <laughs> parents because these kids are throwing a fucking rager to end season two. None of it happened. <laughs> no parents were everywhere. Dawson's parents were super involved. Well, I guess Joey's dad was too, because he went to jail. Yeah, yeah, I, I knocked that one out of the park, though. Well, we'll, we'll get. It. So your gut tells you uh, that we've seen the conclusion of the Andy storyline for the season. And as far as Andy being there is concerned, I'll give you credit for that. Sheep does play a role in the yeah, episode. A pretty, a pretty pivotal you know role. What? Too. So you know what? I take it back. I'm not giving you any credit for that because you're right. She talks to Mr. Witter and makes him see that Pacey isn't the fucking doofus that he's always thought he was. Yeah, he's all like, he's all like, she called you her hero. Um, but you, you think it's going to be mostly about how Pacey's going to react to it, and he's going to get fucked up because he needs to get fucked up. Well, I was wrong on that. Yep. Uh, Jack and Jen are just partying to have a good time this one time, and they're just hanging out to become besties. I mean, they're hanging out here, but it's uh, talking about Jen wanting to commit suicide. Well, so. they do end up becoming besties because oh, yeah. they end up going back to Graham's house. Okay, so like... There was like four or five scenes at the end of this episode where they just kind of like slam dunked them on top of each other to where they were all really like touching heartwarming scenes with like fucking I wrote down fucking like grab the Kleenex for this part because like I've made it through two seasons of not being able or like been able to hold it in and like not let go. But then it's like. Right there at the end of this episode, you're like, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. This is fucking good. First, first, you say that you don't really know what's going on with the white powder. Um, but Dawson's going to say something to Mike and Joey. Just who first? You say he's going to talk to Mike first before the party. You were right in the order. He did talk to Mike before he talked to Joey. Just there was no party. There was a study group at the ice house. Study party, baby. Not, they didn't call it a study party this time. They go to the party. Here's your big prediction, one that you've whiffed on multiple times already, that Dawson and Joey are going to have sex. Doesn't nope. happen. If anything, they... They're the furthest away from having sex they've ever been. definitely the furthest away. Even before they were cognizant of what sex was, they were closer to having sex than they are at the end of this episode. Oh, right? yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, but then she freaks out on Dawson when she finds out her dad is being arrested for selling drugs, and it definitely ends with him getting arrested. That part, dead on. 
Yeah. Dead on. You got that. And like, I understand why she's mad at Dawson, but I also don't understand why she's that mad at Dawson. Like, it makes sense for it season was, two Joey, who's been mad about everything for no reason the whole fucking time. She didn't have to agree to do what she did. No, but they were going to get him whether she did or she didn't. Yeah, but she even asked them, like, if it's circumstantial evidence and you don't really have anything other than if he admits to it, like, why am I even helping you? And Mr. Witter says, because we're also in communication with Pete and the guys that he works for, and they're going to give us information on your dad. So someone's going to jail. It's just who goes to jail first for what reason? I don't really fucking know. It made no sense to me. If I were Joey, I wouldn't have done it either. Yeah, I, I just like, didn't understand yourself. it. I would catch have been like, yourself. do your fucking job. I think she caught him because she just wanted it to be over with. Ultimately, I think that's why she did it. She didn't want to do it, but she knew it was going to happen. Her dad's not smart enough to get away with dealing drugs, obviously. He's been out for less than a month, and he's going back to fucking jail again. He's an idiot. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I just don't understand. Like, So you're telling me that had Dawson never even went to go return those tools that morning, they'd still be together. I mean, like, she wouldn't be fine. Because she'd be dealing with but this. But he wouldn't have had the knowledge. But, so. but since he didn't have that knowledge, they would still be together and, and potentially happy as their... Cause like, Maybe not. Really, the situation itself still could have broken her and made her go to a place where she's like, I don't want to be with anyone right now. You never know with her. That's yeah, the thing. I, I mean, I can you understand can that. Either way. But it just seems like he, he got crucified for doing the right thing. You're right. No, I agree with you. But let's hear about the breakdown on this episode and give a little context to what we've been discussing. Dawson is unsure about whether to tell Joey about her father's drug dealing. Sheriff Witter stakes out the ice house, believing that Mr. Potter is back to his old tricks. When the gang is studying in the restaurant, one of Mr. Potter's unruly competitors sets it on fire with everyone still inside, making Dawson's conflict greater. Again, the way that they word this shit... Making Dawson's conflict greater... It's a weird way to put it. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too I don't really that. feel how it changes his supposed conflict. It doesn't change his at all. It shouldn't. Gail tells Mitch about her new job offer in Philadelphia. And he is not on board with that shit at all. No, because Mitch has be flip-flopping this whole fucking He's a season. He's selfish cocksucker. Well, they've basically flip-flopped Mitch and Dawson's, like ability to handle things yeah. from season one and season two that's a good observation and mitch is just kind of like freaking out at everything and he i don't know he's he's been a real hard to deal with character this season by the end of this season you see him kind of like going through the whole ordeal with because dawson came to his parents and was like the fuck do i do here and they helped him out and mitch is like it was good to feel like a dad again it was good to feel like a family again it was good to feel like a husband again and it was like mitch calm the fuck down dude just calm down hold on because you're the one who's been running away it's like so, aren't you trying to bang that fucking teacher she's gonna disappear i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we'll never see nicole kennedy again oh yeah i would probably agree with that because what the fuck is she doing there anyhow she went back to twin peaks Hopefully. Pacey becomes depressed now that Andy is gone and his father mocks his pain, which results in a physical confrontation between Pacey and the sheriff. Which we've already touched on. And yes. his dad was being a real piece of shit, like always. Like, what did he call 
he said something real rude about Andy. Oh, yeah. He just, you know, he just made the blanket statement of being like, oh, well, I know she went away for being a little nuts or something. He's like, fuck you. Jack becomes worried that Jen is suicidal when she doesn't immediately leave the burning ice house. Later, Grams and Jen reconcile, causing Jen to move back in, taking Jack with her as well. Now that's a fucking trio right there. You want to talk about a trio that deserves the titles? It's Jack, Jen, and Grams. Yeah, I would agree with that. I really like that. Those are the best I think friends that's gonna of be... Dawson's Creek in the, the AEW sense. That's going to be a real fun storyline going into season three i think i remember so when i said earlier in this season oh fuck i forgot everything that happens here the gen i'm thinking of and i'm like oh shit is one of my favorite characters is season three gen so i can confirm it's a beautiful thing to see so something that i was super excited about going into season three that i'm not so excited about anymore is the pacey andy storyline because i'm like they are the perfect couple like this the season has really morphed me more into like how you were feeling about Dawson and Joey in season one when I kept on trying to talk about them. And now I'm just and like, I just kept yelling. At I'm you like, about no, it. man, I'm like, actually, Pacey and Andy is the storyline because they're perfect together. But, you're and right, though. but that's the thing. You are right. That is not the wrong way to feel because the way they've built those two characters, the way they've had Andy and Pacey learn and grow from each other. They are a perfect couple. 100%. And so like now I'm just like, how the fuck do Pacey and Joey become a thing? All right, so let's be real here. Um, Chopper's also in the, in, P- P- Chopper's also in the building right now, and he, he dropped a mad spoiler on Chuck earlier, which is unfortunate, because it's a spoiler that I wanted to see happen. That was the biggest spoiler that I didn't want you to know, honestly. It's why I told you to avoid looking at the DVD case of season three, because it's Joey and Pacey like cuddling. I'm like, fuck, okay, well, now you know, and it's fine, let's fine. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't happen. I'll tell you right now, as it happens, you'll see how it makes sense. Okay. You Think back on their relationship from right here at the end of season two back to the beginning of the show and how already the seeds have been fucking planted and very small and innocuous. Oh, like when he was trying to watch her undress? But that was the start of it. But since then, the friend, I'm talking about the friendship that's come after that. Oh, yeah, they've definitely the become pretty good friends. It started out with the sexual angle of him spying on her and all that. But before that was the whole day they spent together. And then after, that was the episode at the carnival where he's like, Dawson, can I ask her out? And Dawson's like, yes, no, yes, no, no, no. Okay, and then they end up doing their thing. Just wait for it. That's all I'll say. Don't wait. Don't think it happens right away is another thing I'll tell you. Be patient for it. And think I just about hope what's that happen. I just hope that I forget because We've I've got to discuss it. I don't think you will. I'm a now. forgetful person. I mean, after I edit this episode, there'll be the distinct possibility that I could forget. Especially if it doesn't happen right away, and then I'll be focused on other shit. I hope that you do. I honestly hope that you do forget cuz it's I don't think I can though, just because I love the Andy. Like the Andy character and Pacey are probably now my favorite characters in the show. And let's not say that Andy gets left out of the mix either, because that's not the case. Oh, one thing too. uh, Please, in season three, and I know this is an old show and it's done and and whatnot, and so they can't change it. But uh, stop saying that fucking Pacey or not Pacey, uh, Andy and Jack, their names as special guests for that episode. No, they're on the fucking show now, man. No, they, they don't upgrade to actual cast members until next season. 
season three, I think they become regulars. Oh, see, then they've I'm, been guest stars this whole. I'm season. happy because because every episode they've been popping up as oh special guest no, Andy, special guest Kurt, that something, has to do, and I'm all that's like, contractual I'm like, shit, man. Fuck you. No, that's contractual. They are shit. show. That's absolutely contractual shit. How you oh, build I'm on sure. the show? I'm sure it is. I'm just saying, I think it's bullshit. Next season, they're not special guests anymore. Kerr Smith and Meredith Monroe are fully accredited cast members. Let's finish up this breakdown real quick. Joey aids the police in arresting her father. Which you've already said was fucking stupid. Having been forced to do so by Dawson. Which is fucking absolutely Lie. not how that Lie. played. That's wrong. It was just wrong from this breakdown. Afterwards, she tells Dawson she will never forgive him and wants him out of her life, bringing their romance to a second grinding halt. You predicted three. There are only two. So yeah, I mean, I was close. Fucked. Close is not correct. You in know this what? Game. For someone that has never watched this show, I'm going to say it's pretty fucking close. Well, now that you've spoiled the fact that you already know Pacey and Joe I get together I mean, like, and you're not going to use it as a prediction chip, I should be less yeah. angry about yeah. you and your predictions. Because honestly, See, it's not a prediction. It's just something that I know. Your predictions have been pretty good so far. The final episode of this season, and who knows the next time we'll get to see this. I know it's your favorite bedroom buddy breakdown, is Dawson and Joey in the bedroom watching. All right. They give it away if you've seen the movie. They're watching Scorsese's Age of Innocence. And I guess they give it away when they talk about the movie here. They're like, it's unrequited love. They never get together. It never happens. And that's Joey's like, well, that's the better story. And in the end, that's what she gets is the unrequited love. They end up not together again because of circumstances. Well, Joey's just an idiot in this season. She even says at the end, like, these are circumstances that I can't overcome. Referencing back to this scene, she's like, I can't deal with this because you betrayed me. It's like, no, you idiot. Your dad betrayed you. Yeah, and that's the thing. This show is six seasons long. I still stick by my original statement, my original prediction. That those two end up married in the season finale? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, think that's a, you can stick with I'm not saying that that's wrong, but for right now, with four seasons to go, things are at an absolute bottom. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dawson's going to have to dig himself back out. But you know what? This new Dawson, as long as he stays cool and collected, he's got fucking world by the balls. And he can do whatever the fuck he needs to do because... He was fucking cool, calm, and collected this whole fucking season, even as the world fucking shit on him. There was a point here where it was almost like Dawson was being smooth when he was talking to Mr. Potter, and he's like, hey, you know, how you doing? He's like, man, Mr. Potter says, I'm doing real good, and Dawson's like, and legal? Oh, yeah. I think Joey was like just outside of earshot, so like... She maybe could have overheard, but she didn't. I was like, Dawson, what the fuck? Because Mr. Potter immediately is like, oh, shit. He fucking knows. He knows I'm moving that powder, brother. It's not like he's being sly about him and Peter just pulling it out of these fucking vases in the back. No problem. Yeah, and then Pete's ready to go and flip on him because he's working with other people. Dude, I knew that motherfucker was shady. If you got a friend named Pete, look out. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Real life. Fucking Pineapple Pete, that motherfucker. Pineapple, any kind of Pete. I don't give a fuck what descriptor you use. Never trust the Pete. I mean, you could trust most Pete's. Never. (laughs) What? Uh, I'll explain to you later. Perfect. So, I mean, as far as that storyline goes, the Dawson and the Jen thing, it's basically Dawson just trying to fucking get Mr. Potter to do the right thing. Dawson Mr. and Joey thing? That's what I said. You said Jen. Nope. No, I didn't. I'm definitely not mixing up people's names again. I don't do that on this show. I haven't mixed up Jen and Joey in episodes, man. 
Now I'm mixing up Andy and Abby. Remember, that's the new thing. Nah, because Abby dead. Shit. R.I.P. Abby. Um, but all right, so the Dawson and Joey thing. He's trying to get Mr. Potter to do the right thing. Mr. Potter's like, Nah, man. I'm just really not going to do that because I'm trying to get my family over. We got to get over right now. We got to get that big pop. And Dawson's like, I'm going to get you popped by the police. Because you're gonna fuck like, your family man, up. Like, you're fire. getting Xbox heat, bro. It was the fire that put it over the top. Like, they were all there studying, and all of a sudden, there's a fucking Molotov cocktail coming through the back window, and everything's on fire. Everything's collapsing. Is world-ending bullshit. And Dawson's like, people could fucking die now. I have to go to the police. This ain't just a game. And Joey just doesn't see it that way. She's like, no, it's my daddy. Ooh, it's my daddy. Ooh. And that's what, she, that's, I mean, that's what I feel like she does. Except she's way more angry about it. I don't want to angry cry. I think a weep was more appropriate. She, she did not react well. And, like, I can understand not reacting well in that situation. But not against Dawson, but no. blaming the one person that's really been there for you when they didn't do anything wrong, I don't really understand that the only thing dawson did wrong no he didn't do anything wrong he was at the wrong place at the wrong time and ended up with knowledge that he didn't want and he did with that knowledge exactly what he needed to do with that knowledge that's get his best friend out of harm's way even if it fucking kills her and but that's the thing about dawson it shows how much he's grown because at the end of this it is him just being like, see you, Joey. Like, I get that you're mad at me, and I can't argue with you about it because I get why you're mad at me. It sucks. Maybe like, I don't agree with you. He's like, I did that what I thought was the best thing for you. It's the long game call in his head. He's got to imagine, like, she's going to hate me now for it, but down the road she's going to see this was the right thing to do, and yeah. she will forgive me, and well, we will be friends again. That's why I stick by my original thing. Like, all he gamble, has to though. do... It's a big gamble. All he has to do is get is get the friendship back. Once he gets the friendship back, the relationship possibility is back because they have the history. And once again, I have to stress, he didn't fucking do anything wrong. Can my point here be, though, that they're 16 years old and they don't need to decide that they're going to be together forever and maybe this could just be the end of it? No, yeah, it very very could. Not Not that that's what happens, but like realistically, like... At some point, you got to learn to let it go. And maybe we see some of that beginning of season three, Dawson trying to let it go. Maybe we see him pining away for her like you could imagine Dawson would do. But he did a lot of that this season already. Yeah, so who I, think, knows? I think he's not going to do that again next season because if he does, it it's just a regression in character as opposed to um, moving forward for him, which he did a lot of this season. And especially if his... So, like, I'm assuming that this is going to happen next season. What's that? The Joey and Pacey thing. Because now at this point, I'm not going to be able to forget it. It does. It does. It happens next season. It starts next season. So, I assume it'll it'll happen somewhere around the middle point, which gives Dawson time in the beginning to kind of mope. And then once he realizes that his two best friends can be happy together, I think he'll be all for it, to be honest. Um, I know in his guts he's still going to be in love and want to get Joey back. But at the same time, if he's like, hey, if this is if she's happy, I'm, I'm happy for her. He ended up being okay with Jack. But do you think the fact that Pacey's his best friend 
since childhood the same as Joey is that it's going to be bothersome to him? I think it might be at first, but I think he'll come around to it, especially as like, do you want to lose both How? of your best friends over something like this? When... He's already losing one of them, right? We don't, you're assuming that him and Joey become friends again by the middle point of the season. I don't know with. if they're going to become friends again, but he's still going to value her as a best friend. That's not going to change. Just because she's going through a hard time trying to deal with this. She just said at the end of this episode that it's done. Yeah. It's done, right? Yeah, she's also flip-flopped a lot this season. And I think uh, her dating Pacey actually benefits Dawson because Pacey's not... He'll listen to her complain about Dawson, but at the same time... He's not going to be like, date Dawson, but he will be like, Dawson's not a bad guy. All right, let's stop this line of conversation. I just want to say, don't let the fact that you have that piece of knowledge color how you're going to view the beginning of season three. It's ultimately not as important as you think it is. Oh, I understand. No, I'm saying like, so just take that knowledge and know it's a big deal when it happens, but don't rely on it too heavily for the beginning of the season. It's just not is influential even moving forward until it happens I'm, as you think it is. I'm actually more interested in how it affects Andy be Andy and Pacey because that's the storyline I'm more interested in well, and more invested see, are, in. Are they even together by the point that him and Joey are together? Or has something gone sour long before that they're no longer together? Maybe something happens at treatment and she never comes back. And that's the thing. I just think for, it's more or less that she's not going to be back in time to where it's like they're not just going to. They're just not going to. They're going to get is, to a point. She's back in time. Let's just be real. Okay. Well, then I don't know. I Maybe they tell us via, like, this is what happened over the time we weren't But this taping. is what I'm saying. You're, you're already speculating leading towards the Jen and Joey thing and how that's going to affect Jen and Joey. Pacey and Joey thinking how that's going to affect Andy. You don't even know where Andy's in a position in her story arc when that happens to know how it could affect her. You just, you should. Yeah, I know. But to, I, it's hard to take away information I, that I already I'm know. I'm not saying to forget it. I'm saying don't apply it so heavily into what you think is going to happen at the beginning of the That's season. That's very hard. I'm telling you not to, though. Is it not easy to listen to me tell you it's a bad idea to do that? Because you're going to be wrong. All I'm saying is it's hard to not think about it. I get it. I'm just saying don't rely on it. It is important when it becomes important. Not a minute. Sooner. I'm going to try. That's about as best as I can do. When, uh, here's my pledge to you. I'm not going to bring it up again on any future episodes until it matters. If you bring it up, that's on you. But this will be the last time we discuss it until it becomes a relevant topic. We'll see how that helps you out. And I just want to say to anybody listening that's been watching along with us, uh, especially if you're a new watcher to Dawson's Creek, such as myself, I'm really sorry. Um, that was one of our friends, you know, special guest chap from 50 Randy Quaid's fame. We love so, him. We love him to death. But uh, sometimes we also want to kill him to death. You know, it was just an accident. You know, shit happens. He just assumed that Chuck had seen the show already. Well, yeah, because it's 20 fucking years old, and why why would I be watching it now for the first time? But I just want to say, you know, sorry, and we love you. So let's talk about um, Jen in this episode. Jen and Jack, because they're pretty much intertwined throughout the whole thing. Um, Jen is in a very fucking dark place. Apparently, she's writing a paper on, on teen suicide for a final or something like that. She brings it up to Jack. So this is the first episode that 
I thought her acting was like suspect. It just none of it seemed authentic while watching this episode. And I don't know if it was just this specific episode or because I'd never felt like this in the past watching this show and watching her. This was a much different side of Jen. So she was definitely doing a different type of acting. I don't know if I feel the same way, but I can see where you're coming from. I just didn't buy it. And like I even wrote down in my notes like um, that like when she was like crying almost talking about the the suicide paper or like just the thoughts or whatever. Um, I, I was just like, dude, I just don't buy it. Like, I feel like you're trying to like get something like you're trying to put something over on someone. And I know she wasn't. It was just a. It was just bad acting. I, was, I definitely didn't get that feeling at all, and I definitely didn't think it was bad acting. I I just didn't think it was good. That's fair. Well, Grams just shows up on campus one day at school, and she's like, "Jen, I made a mistake in kicking you out. Come back. Let's resolve this thing." And Jen's like, "We haven't even addressed why I left. I'm not interested. I'm gonna stay with Jack." Grams is like, "Yeah, but you don't need to stay with Jack. Jack has to stay with Jack. He doesn't have any other options. But you've got options." And Jack brings that up later, too. He's like, you can go home. I am home, and my dad's selling this place. So when he sells it, you got a place to go. I don't. So we're not in the same boat. Because Jen definitely tried to make her And then Jen's like... She's homeless right now. Jen's like, boom, bam, slice, grams, I'll come home. But caveat is we got to dress what the fuck happened between us and our differences. Uh, I need someone to, like... I need a family. Be there for me and not judge. And then on top of it, you got to bring my bestie Jack in. He is now my brother. Well, after the fire at the the ice house, she does. She just stands there and like looks at it. And Jack has to like pull her away. So when they get back at the house later, he's like, what the fuck's going on with you right now? And he's like, I get, I understand self-hatred. Believe me, I get it better than anyone. How it just numbs you out and you don't, you push everyone away and you don't give a fuck. He's like, but you can't do that right now. Like, there are people who want to be here for you. Like, I want to be here for you. And that's when, yeah, when she's like, I'm going home to Grams. She's like, Grams, Jack's got to come too. We all got to be living together. And Grams is like, fuck it. I need a little family. Let's make it happen. Me, my granddaughter, and a gay best friend. Wait, what? We having a family. They are having a family. It's her, her granddaughter, and her granddaughter's gay best friend. Yeah. It's the best family you could get. And they're all going to be best friends soon. Jack and Grams are going to be best friends. We well, you know Grams is cool with gay Well, people. I mean, Grams is, you know, she's a fan favorite. And so this is just going to be a fan favorite trio. You're right. Well, we started out. Except for Jen. I mean, people either like her or they hate her. No, well, you definitely have hated I'm her. I'm kind of like riding the fence right now. I think the only reason you're riding the fence, because I talk about how much I like her, I think if I wouldn't have put that influence out there, you would be a straight-up Jen disliker. You'd be like, I don't like this bitch. You're already here saying like she's trying to get something out of the situation. It feels like she was trying to, but I know she isn't. But again, if you didn't have me saying Jen's good, I think you'd be like, no, this bitch is being conniving right now. I hate this bitch. I don't. She, you know what? She gives me the same sort of feeling to a very much toned-down lower degree that I get from Frank Potter, Mr. Potter. Oh, come on. No way. I just don't 
trust. First of all, as far as acting goes, Frank Potter is the worst fucking no, actor it's not, on this whole show. No, it's not show. the acting about No, I know. It. I know. The... I'm just saying. Before I forget about you bringing up the acting, Frank Potter is the worst actor oh, I've yeah, ever he's had terrible. on the show. He's terrible. But there's no... Actually, you know what, Bodie? You're worse. I don't think Jen is ever you. No, I I don't see that correlation at all. And I'd love to hear you really break down how they're anything like each other. They're not alike in any way. It's just I get the feeling that I don't trust her. I didn't say she is at what point or like him. At what point has she ever proven untrustworthy in the show, though? I don't know. I just get that feeling. Frank you Potter, ever had that feeling? Frank Potter's proven himself to be untrustworthy, so I get why you get the feeling there. Jen has not once shown to be untrustworthy. Bad decision making, terrible decision making, oh, not a fan. the worst decision making, but never untrustworthy. She'll do what There's she says. There's just something about her that I don't like. Well, that's fine. Maybe I when she kills herself, you'll it. be fucking happy. Um, maybe I will. You sick fuck. Actually, I probably would be. Let's throw you a party. sick fuck. Jen's death day party. Well, Gail's going to My Philadelphia. Gail's going to Philadelphia. Dawson might be going there for the summer to intern, but only if he wants to. Mitch makes it clear that he's probably not going to want to because he loves it here. <laughs> Mitch is just oh, like, I know my son. He's going to want to after the whole Joey debacle. Is there really anything we haven't touched on that we need to touch on in this episode? Or have we kind of hit all the major points? Nah, I think we pretty much hit all the major points. Okay, so let's get into that prediction situation for the next episode. Do you want the title before you make the prediction? Oh, yeah. Gotta give me that title. You were about to make it. Before we get into the titles, I'll give you three. Because remember, we're coming back for a three-pack, baby. It's a three-pack for season three. Yeah, three-pack. So before, do you predict Dawson does go to Philadelphia with his mom for the summer? Yeah, why the fuck not? That's a smart call, especially like you said. Dawson, pack your bags. You going on a trip. (laughs) So there's a prediction. Let's talk about it based on episode titles. Episode one. Would you like to guess what the first episode is going to be called? Nah, no okay. guessing on titles. Perfect. Like a virgin. Well, uh, you know, it's Dawson's like a virgin and the fact that he hasn't really been on a lot of trips. Just like he hasn't been having sex. So he is going to go on a trip to Philadelphia and intern for the summer. And um, I don't know, man. Like, other than that, Jack and Jen are going to be acting like virgins because, like, well, they're both not virgins. Is Graham's going to be acting like a virgin? Oh, totally. And they're just going to be chilling like villains, fucking playing some board games or something. Maybe going to church. I don't know. What about Pacey? What about Andy? Uh, Andy will uh, apparently be back. Well, no, no. You know what? Andy's not going to be back. (laughs) Pacey is gonna be, I don't know, working at the fucking video store, having good time convos with his dad. Oh, you think the video store is gonna come back after being gone for an entire season, just like Bodie? Yeah, maybe. I mean, Bodie gonna, literally didn't show up one time in season two. They're gonna once. allude to the fact that he's got a job. They're just not gonna say what it is. Oh, let's talk about what happens in the second episode, entitled "Andy's Back: Homecoming." Oh, Andy's back. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where she's going home to unless, like, dad's moving back home, too, and mom. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that whole thing. I, you know what? I want to say, mom, she's stuck at the hospital, in which case dad will be making sporadic visits back, and Andy will be like, oh, I guess I'm just kind of running this house again, and that's going to be kind of hard on her mental health, but not until a little bit later. What about Dawson? 
Uh, Dawson's still going to be fucking chilling like a villain in Philly, baby. He's not coming home in Homecoming? Oh, maybe he is. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that makes sense, I mean, too. I'm just checking. I mean, yeah. You know what? Dawson comes home from Philly. Like, and he's like, he's like, hey, what's up, baby? It's me, Dawson from Philly. And they're going to be like, nah, bro, you're back home in uh, Cape Side. And he's all like, oh, yeah, I got to start being gritty and fucking setting up shop for my third film. Well, episode three's title might be an indication of your accuracy. Uh, none of the above. So none of that shit happens, right? <laughs> and has it been a dream sequence? Oh, we're going back to the dream <laughs> no, prediction. No, oh, no, okay. no, no, All right, all right. that was. Just I a mean, dream. it would have been fun, but we already know that this show's not capable of making my dreams come true. So I just want to say this: none of the above. Still on God Bodie, he's none. Hold on, Let me, do you think Bodie comes back in season three? Last episode. I've already told you he comes back. I haven't told you when. You Last think episode goes, of season a, three. You think he stays out? Oh, and then season three is also going to be, when are we going to get introduced to the character that has a spin-off show? That's true, and I almost just said his name. I almost just spoiled it for you right here and now. But So it's not Pete. But we're going to play a game. <laughs> we're going to play a game where Chuck B has to decide... Which character we're introduced to in season three is the spinoff character for the show Young Americans. Spinoff. That's the game. He, it's, it's a hunt for the whole season because that character could be introduced in episode one. That air character could be introduced in episode 17. Be neither of those episodes. Could be the last episode and the last scene. That's not a lie. It absolutely could be. It could be a murderer who kills a bunch of people and then they get a spinoff show and it's how they kill young Americans. Oh, dude, I hope that is what happens. That's why it only lasts eight episodes. I so hope. They killed all of the young Americans. Um, I am like, oh, please make this happen. You got any, anything else? Do you want to guess about any characters that are going to be introduced? Who might they be? What might their roles be? I mean, there's going to be another couple of high school kids that are, like, doing the cliff fucking Chris angle. Um, you think we get another another cliff? Do you think Chris comes back or are we done with Chris? No, we're done with all these fucking people. Uh, they just bring well, back new high school students every year. So you're saying everyone we meet next year will just be brand new to the mix. Yeah, why not? I think that's fair. You know, I'm, I'm sure some of them will have tattoos. Like that one kid I saw walking in the hallway with a tattoo. Oh, yeah. Got to have tattoos in high school in Capeside, Massachusetts. Yeah. You know, it makes sense right. to me, but hey, you know float your boat, Dawson. That's it, though. Your creek. That's all we got to say for this season. How did you feel about season two as a whole? Did you I like I thought it season two season was one? really good. I liked, um, at first, I was kind of like not okay with them changing Dawson's character arc to being like less of a just like a punk bitch and more of like a respectable guy but it became better as the season went on because you're like i can really get behind dawson well he really owned it too it's, it didn't feel because at first it felt awkward like i'm not used to him not being a bitch but as it went 22 episodes of him being a reasonable human being most of the time i was like well now it just feels wrong for him to not be this way yeah like the only times he acted ridiculous i was like you know what i kind of feel like you can't act like this right now. Makes sense. Like, this makes plenty of sense. Well, until next season, uh, you can check out previous episodes. Check out 50 Randy Quades. You can check out Cage Talk over at 50RandyQuades.com on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. I know you always throw that one in because I'm always going to forget it. 
Yeah, I got, I'm pretty sure that's what it is called now. Perfect. I don't use it, so I don't know. I yeah, use, I don't have an iPhone. Well, I use Pod, Podcast Republic for this Yeah. Show. I wish we could just be on Spotify, because that's what I listen to everything else on. But I think that's a little bit harder. Yeah, I got to figure that out. I wouldn't worry about it too hard. No, I mean, I'm not going to put a lot of effort into it, but I'm going to put a little effort into it. But until we come back for the next three-pack for Season 3, We, we Be, be Creaking! creaking.